Hey, Jerry. Hey, J. Rob. You know what time it is? I do know what time it is. It is that time. For the show? For the Jerry and J. Rob Cover It All Show. Jerry, we have a guest today. I see that. James? Hello. Good to have you. Thank you. Glad everybody, to be here. Everybody, welcome James Oliver to the show. I'm glad you're here. Appreciate you being here. We've kind of made it a point to start adding uh, people of high caliber, get out there and get it done-ism to the show, and we're glad you're here today. You've got some uh, a unique story, something I've been following you on Facebook for a little bit about... Um, uh, some mountain climbing stuff that you've been doing. I guess trails, I'm, you know, it's it's all climbing a mountain to me, but uh, yeah. there, there are differences. I, I get it, so don't everybody get me for not saying mountain climbing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so, James, you've, you've got some uh, pretty astonishing goals that you set this past, uh, I, I don't know when you set them, but you were attempting to carry them out this last month or so. And uh, we'd like to hear more about that, and we'd like to also hear what it's going to support, because that's a big deal to us supporting uh, others in need. So t- just tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, you know, James Oliver, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a man of faith. Um, I love to hike. I love to, to I was talking to uh, J-Rob over here about some of the churches. That was Jerry. That's I'm sorry. sorry, Jerry, J-Rob? No, that's Jerry. That's this Jerry, J-Rob. that's J-Rob. We do okay. know each other. Okay, so I've got, I've got the J's. So J1 and J number two. It's hard. Um, then you got J's in the middle. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll mix it all up. It does get J today. It, it does get confusing. So, yeah, I was talking to Jerry about just uh, some of the passion I have even for photographing churches. Maybe it's mm-hmm. another another podcast for a later date. But, um, no, I just uh, I love to hike. Uh, actually, through, uh, through the pandemic, I, I kind of reestablished uh, my love for hiking. Uh, and through that, I actually lost about 15 pounds when my wife was telling me that everybody else was gaining 15 pounds. Um, I lost the COVID-15. She probably will tell you she gained the COVID-15, but we'll save that. We're, we're not going to admit to that. We're not going no, to admit to that. Know. No. We she didn't know. She looks great, by the look way, great. just yeah. so just so in case she's listening. It's a good save. Good um, save. Absolutely. So, um, But yeah, so I, uh, I learned about this trip through an organization that my wife and I have been very passionate about called Africa New Life. Uh, they... They support um, children, education, and communities all throughout Rwanda. Uh, and after the genocide, you know, they they needed they needed they need they need they needed some light. They really needed some hope. And and this organization this organization came in about 20 years ago, established itself, and and to help you know rebuild these communities. And they're doing it through education. They're doing it through vocational services and other elements to help these villages outside of the main city center of Kigali. Uh, find fresh water and grow their own food and become their, you know become sustainable, and so we've seen firsthand what this organization's do, uh, has done for for transforming lives over there, and so we, um, you know, well have just really kind of put in ourselves all into supporting this organization. We've met a lot of wonderful people through the organization that are part of it that have actually risen up from it who were sponsored children. And so um, my wife's been to Rwanda twice already on a couple wow. of mission trips. And then um, several years ago, she told me about this uh, trip they do every year where they take uh, hikers up to Kilimanjaro and they train and then they go they go summit Mount Kilimanjaro to raise awareness and um, 
raise money for the organization. And so she's like, you love to hike, you love the outdoors, that's right up your alley. So back in 2019, I knew about this trip and uh, I was actually gonna sign up and go. But when I found out that the, the initial trip I was gonna go on in 2020, which they still went by the way, cause they went in early February uh, before everything really shut down. And uh, it was all women. And so I decided, you know, I'm gonna hold, hold back because, you know, I want them to have their time. It was, it was a full group of women. I didn't want it to be too weird or anything. But you might've won. I might have. I'm, no, I probably would have gotten my 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 tail kicked, but uh, because a lot of these women are runners, uh, and I don't like to run. Um, we can talk about that later. But um, uh, I'm just being politically incorrect. But go ahead. But but that's all fine and good. I really wanted them to have their moments. I think it'd be really special with just a team of women going up and summiting and and kind of bonding and having their their time together. So I waited. 2021, obviously, pandemic was was in full swing. Plus, it was actually Africa New Life's 20 year anniversary, so they weren't going to take a team up that year. So we were going to go in 2022. Well, things were still kind of uncertain, so we pushed it out to 2023. And so in this whole time, I've just been training and and finding challenges and things to uh, to kind of just test my ability, test my my physical strength, my mental strength, and all of that, and just prepare myself for that journey that eventually I'll be going on in 2023 when we do go finally uh, hike and summit Kilimanjaro. That'll be really cool. It, it's going to be it's going to be really epic. It's going to be a life changing event from what I hear. And I, you know, I absolutely expect it to be life changing. Very good. So Rwanda, you know, most people, especially here in America, they're, they know nothing past their nose of what's going on in the rest of the world because we have so much uh, uh, drama and stuff on TV as it is here in America. So what is it? What is the culture like in Rwanda right now? Well, I mean, uh, quite frankly, I mean, it, it's a very, very small landlocked country. You know, they don't have access to the ocean or rivers or anything like that. Um, so it's a very landlocked country, but they have become a, a technology hub. Uh, through, I think, through some of the help and work that Africa New Life has done there and through a, a very stable uh, government, uh, they have turned themselves into kind of the Singapore of, of, of Africa. Okay. Uh, they've, they've become one of the safest nations in all of Africa. Uh, they're certainly becoming more and more economically you know, prosperous through the technology that people are investing in, and you're seeing that kind of economic growth in the country. But you still have all these villages and areas that, that still need help and support. And so um, there's actually uh, even a, an initiative where like Rwanda is going to uh, work with Tanzania and Kenya and even the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo. And they might even create kind of like a, a almost like a like a European Union, so right, to speak, right. but in Central Africa. So there's definitely uh, uh, this kind of halo effect that's kind of coming from Rwanda and all the good that's happening there. And uh, I like to think that Africa New Life has been at the center of that. I'm sure it's helped for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, very good. So, you like you want to say something, Jerry? Well, I was just going to bring up the fact that uh, you know, African New Life. I understand they help you know establish wells and feeding centers and things. They help out in that area, education and stuff like that. But what I what I liked about uh, what we talked about earlier before the show was how they don't just just provide for the physical needs, but they provide for that that spiritual element too. Yes, they in do. In sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, they are a faith-based organization. Pastor Charles is actually the man who started the organization and uh, had a chance to meet him a few times. And uh, he's a wonderful human being. He's doing you know great work over there. But yeah, the, 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 
they, they are a faith-based organization spreading uh, Christ's word throughout the communities. And so these organizations um, sometimes go in, they don't have that element. They have that element, that feature that helps give them an opportunity to believe in something and it gives them hope. Yeah. And then they can see through through the work that these this organization is doing that it's God's work, and right. they're really helping lift these people up, lifting them up out of poverty, and giving them an opportunity. That's outstanding. So, um, what caught my attention about you? You know, we, we've met previously. In fact, you mm-hmm. helped us with some of our uh, studio equipment stuff here. We, I appreciate that very much. Um, one of the things that I've noticed about you as we've been friends on Facebook is kind of your journey. Uh, your your hiking journey and, sure. and where we kind of started at the beginning of this conversation. So tell us what you recently did, and uh, you told me the base of it was the Rwanda relief here that you're that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But tell me exactly what you had planned out here in America and what you had planned on doing and what you did. Yeah, so I, I was in Colorado with my family. We went there to, uh, to for a family reunion on my wife's side of the family and spent a few days there. And then I'd, I was going to stay back for a week and go do several hikes. And I was going to go ahead and start my fundraising for my Kilimanjaro hike and raise awareness for the organization. So um, I had an ambitious plan of doing 10 peaks in five days. And as I was mentioning earlier, I actually, um, there, there are several hikes you can do in Colorado where you can bag multiple 14ers mm-hmm. in, um, in one hike. And so there's one where you can get four literally in one hike, and the hike is about you know eight, nine miles long. Uh, it's still a very strenuous and challenging right. hike, um, but the fact that you can get four in one, you know, you're not having to do 10 separate hikes uh, to get you know 10 in five days. And so um, this is early June, very late May, early June that we went, or that I went. And uh, so I started my journey off trying to um, attempt Gray's and Tory's Peak. It's a it's a it's a duo that is relatively doable. It's one of, one of the easier 14ers trails that you can uh, you can hike on. Except the uh, the trail conditions were still quite not optimal. Uh, right. It's it's still early in the season. It wasn't quite what they call 14er season yet. And so long and short is I wasn't actually able to get 10 14ers in five days. I actually ended up doing two fairly uh, strenuous tra- uh, trails, and I only really summited one peak uh, during that time, and I decided to fly back early, uh, primarily because trail conditions were just not right yet. Um, right. The, the snow was melting. It was melting fast, but I was about two weeks early yeah. uh, for my uh, for my hikes, and so uh, I ended up going up Monday, which was uh, Memorial Day, and uh, by about 600 feet from the summit, um, it, the wind was blowing about 50 miles an hour. It was complete whiteout. Uh, I was post holing about 18 inches every step without snowshoes. It's even right, more right. difficult. And I just could just feel, you know, the, the life um, and just the energy just sucked out of me. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, the whole way up, you know, I'm, I'm praying, I'm talking to God, I'm using that, that side of uh, my faith to help push me up the mountain. And it got me to that far, even without snowshoes. We, you know, there was snow along the entire trail and to get that far, um, without that extra added equipment was, was pretty amazing in itself. Um, there's actually a guy coming down with snowshoes, had summited and just told me conditions were brutal at the top. So I made the, made the, uh, the choice to actually turn around. And there was a couple that I had started out with. Uh, I just met them at the trailhead and we decided to go together. Uh, they had turned around probably about a half a mile before I did. And um, uh, it, at, any, at any rate, I did not summit that day. Mm. And so I took Tuesday to kind of uh, recalibrate, did a little bit shorter hike near Buena Vista. Nothing, nothing too high is probably whatever the elevation of Buena Vista, which is probably 9,000 feet above sea level. 
um, still pretty high for most of us, right. you know, here at sea level. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, you know, I decided to just kind of recalibrate, rethink my plan. And so then uh, I thought, well, Wednesday, I'm going to go do La Plata Peak. And so, uh, but before I get there, what I wanted to say though, with, with all these hikes and the idea was to create awareness, right? Right. Um, I was telling, uh, this couple that I met on my first hike on Monday when I went to do Gray's and Tori's Peak, uh, her name was Marissa and his name is Maurice and he's actually from Germany. I think they were both doctors (laughs) and what was interesting, I just told him my name. I told him, you know, I'm doing this this uh, fundraiser for Africa New Life. And she went and found me on Facebook, found my fundraiser. She didn't even know my last name, and she donated to it. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, that's... That's awareness. That's just awareness. That's, that's God doing great things <laughs> that's in right. life, right? I mean, that's I was right. out there on the trail, and I'm like, I still was able to raise money just being out there. Um, so even though I didn't get the goal of, of getting all the peaks and the hikes in, I still created awareness. Uh, I was able to raise... Uh, through through you know all of this about sixteen hundred dollars of the ten k that I'm still trying to hit, uh, so it's a, it's a great start, and uh, the, the 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 exciting thing is is that the the team that I'm on uh, the men's team and even the women's team we're looking to to plan a trip to uh, Colorado later to do some more fundraising before we we before we go to Kilimanjaro, um, and so sometime in in August we're looking to go back. Ah, and I'm, I'm contemplating the, the thought of maybe going a little bit early and doing, doing some of those you hikes that up. I really wanted to do. Very good. Um, Very good. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's excellent, James. Um, you know, what, what strikes me about it is you, you had a goal, you had an intended goal that you wanted to finish up. It didn't work out. I mean, that's such as life, right? I mean, sure. That happens all the time. We talk about that. Uh, it's it's continue with that drive, continue with the perseverance, uh, pushing through. Uh, some situations you don't have the opportunity to persevere through you just have to reset and and try it at another time when like you said when conditions are ideal certainly not where somebody getting hurt or dying over just uh just to make a little bit of a goal Uh, but at the end of the day i'm all about goals i'm all about accomplishments i'm all about setting those big vision big ideas and getting out there and doing your very best to achieve them if it doesn't work and that's a failure that's good that means you're getting out of the box you move on and do it again and next time it's uh, hopefully will go your way but yeah, what a, what a great organization and a great way to, to earn some funds for those guys and, and to raise money for that. Um, I know that we'll, uh, we'll include the website here in the video afterwards. And yeah, if you yeah, please do. Tell everybody where to go right quick to donate. That'd be, that'd be helpful. Uh, well, r- right now, I would just go to africanewlife.org, just their website. Uh, you can go out there and learn all about the organization, learn about what they do, and you can absolutely uh, donate there through their site. Uh, you can even uh, learn about some of the children that they have out there. You can uh, even sponsor a child and learn about the, the different villages and communities that they support uh, organizationally. Uh, they actually have operations. Um, you know, they, they have an office in, in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. and uh, I know there's a couple of uh, folks that work for them here in the Austin, Central Texas area and in Houston. Um, but uh, but out, outside of that, I mean, they, 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 they need support from people just like you and me, and, and they also uh, work through uh, local churches to, to raise awareness. and. And that's actually how we learned about it. We learned about it through our church, that, that uh, they were partnering with African New Life. And then that's how we learned to sponsor our child. And um, probably one of the most beautiful things is that you, you develop a relationship with the family and with the child. Right. They write to you. That's you can cool. write to them. You can, you can do other things um, like throughout the uh, through for birthdays and for the holiday season. You, know, you can buy them an extra bag of rice or you can help buy uh, the child you sponsor some new shoes and things like that. Um, but, uh, but we also got to do a, a, uh, my wife has done two in-home visits and gotten to meet the family 
and she has some pictures that you know she'll she'll just cherish for the rest of her life. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's it's all about it's all about goals. It's all about trying to achieve those goals. And if you don't hit them, you have to realize that you know God's got a plan for you. Right. And so even though I didn't get that that peak that that first day, I went back. I went up Wednesday and I went and did La Plata Peak and uh, and successfully did it. And uh, yeah, and it sucked the life out of me because it was <laughs> there's still snow, there were still tough conditions, but I still made it to the top and made it back down. And uh, and that's when you know my wife just said, you know, it's it's time to it's you've you've done what you need to do. Um, come home early and and uh, and you know, let's let's you know you know reconnect and and we'll, we'll recalibrate and we'll go from there. But you've you've done some great work, and so uh, I'm I'm very proud with the effort that I put into it. And you know this thing is going to just keep on going. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, she sounds like a smart lady. Uh, Jerry, what do you think? August, you want to go hike some peaks? Uh, sure. But we'll have to start out with some <clears throat> some pretty small ones. ones. That's fine. As long yeah, as absolutely. We'll get up the land passes. That'll be good for now. We'll just make it there and back. <laughs> So what you, I don't know if you've watched any of the previous episodes. Jerry's lost a significant amount of weight. Um, he's, he's working on his on his health, and uh, I, I too have lost a lot of weight. But um, we both help help other people with that uh, part of their lives. So we do some health coaching stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, we're all about it. So maybe if we can set a goal to go do something physical in the future, that'd be pretty cool. If it I certainly could so. raise his money, that'd yeah. be well that'd worth be it. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, it's just about eating right and walking. Yeah. You know, get out. You got to move. Moving. You got to move. That's right. Yeah. That's Some right. Healthy move. So I, I like your shirt. Live a bold life. Yep. So one of the things that we try to do is encourage encourage people to, you know, try new things, get out of the comfort zone, things like that. So, so what advice might you have for somebody who's listening and going, wow, I could never do that. Or maybe they're listening going, I want to do that. Like what, what? What kind of advice would Good you question. have for our listeners? That's actually a great question um, because uh, just recently it, it's all about personal confidence. And a lot of people sometimes don't have confidence. Right. And like I was you know, telling you before, you know, how, what do I do to build up the mental side to be able to do some of these hikes? Because you know, when, when you think about 14,000 feet and you're, you're, you're hiking 10, 11, 12 miles and you're, you're you know, ascending four or 5,000 feet in elevation through that, through that hike, um, you, know, you really want to know what you're getting into and you need to be able to prepare for that, not just physically, but mentally. And so um, for me, I like to know what I'm getting into, but I always just like to take, take the challenge. If you don't do it, you don't know what you can do. That's absolutely and right. so if I don't go to 14,000 feet and see how my body is going to react and breathe at that level, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do at 19,000 feet. So, uh, so you have to be able to try it and do it. Um, but the, but the story I'll tell you real quick is my wife was at, runs her small business. And what was, um, interesting this week is that someone, uh, had said, Hey, I have to go get three quotes and I want you to be one of them, uh, for this bid, for this project she was uh, trying to win. And, uh, one of the, one of the companies that she already had a bid from is from a real big corporate brand that she was like, well, there's no way I can compete with them. And I said, well, just do it anyway. You know, if you don't try, if you don't attempt it, you Answers don't know. You, you don't know if you're going to even you don't you don't know if you'll be able to compete or not. That's right. But at least you're trying. Right. And so um, what happened was she she was able to see exactly what um, you know what was being quoted. She saw some of the the prices that the the big corporate company was quoting, and she looked at her pricing and and what she could do, and she could absolutely match, and in some cases even beat it. And she was extremely surprised by that. And so she just attempted and tried. And she's like, 
you know, she might get the business. She may, she may very well get it, and it's going to be actually be a pretty good chunk of change for her, which is, which is even, even better, right? But the fact is, she attempted, she tried, and she didn't just give up at the very outset, thinking that she was overwhelmed by a larger company um, that might have better pricing and bigger buying power than she does. And so, the, the best advice I can say is, you know, you need to be bold and you need to try things and see what you can do, and it's okay to fail. Because if you're not failing, you're not trying. That's right. If you're not failing, you're he's not listening. trying. He's listening to every episode we've ever done. I guarantee it. <laughs> Listen to this guy. He's preaching, preaching J Rob over here. Yeah, man, you got to get out of the box. You got to do it. You got to put some effort into it. You got to have the drive. Confidence comes from knowing. Knowing comes from doing. You got to do it. You got to get out there and, and make it happen. Yeah. You know, that's that's eighty percent of it is just getting that first foot out the door to do it. Well, and like I said, I, I don't like to run. You know, and I, I, I don't have that kind of runner stamina. I see people going up, you know, these big hikes and they might do them in half the time that I do them in. But that, that's fine. That's for them. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of like the tortoise versus the hare. You know, for me, it's just slow and steady. We'll, we'll win that race. But at least I'm still trying. I'm still right. attempting it. I'm going to go all the way to the finish line. Finish. But I'm going at my pace, not somebody else's that's pace. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we don't need to compare ourselves to others unless you're trying to improve to beat that that certain level Absolutely, but yeah. uh yeah i mean we're all running our own thing doing our own thing but we want to com complete it which is the big thing we want to finish most definitely ah well done well done uh okay jerry yep we got a car show next week next week sulfur creek car cruise in land passes texas it's something right. that we go to every year and so we're planning on heading over there and taking some of the old cars Okay, gonna take our cars out there. Gonna try to set up a table if they allow us, and then uh, we might even do a live show from there and see what happens. See how many hecklers we get. <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, so uh, quick shout out. Thanks to Stack of Coffee or Coffee. Appreciate it. That's what you're drinking today, James. Thank I you. Didn't, I didn't tell you. That's uh, a stuff. local company that's shipped in from Guatemala, Mexico, and some other places. I and, love it. It's um, really good. Uh, they do a good job. So uh, appreciate those guys. Uh, appreciate James Oliver for being here. Yes. Um, thank, you, sir. thank you. Don't forget um, to donate to this guy as he's trying to get out there and change some lives. I'm all all about that stuff. And also, um, I will mention this to our group um, that, that I deal with over in Leander, and uh, we will see if we can maybe add you to the roster for maybe a fundraiser or something like that. I would love that. Um, that would be great. We've yeah. got, what, when, is the, when is the deadline to have it done? Uh, well, we're going to be fundraising all the way up and through through the hike. Usually, uh, they they really don't start fundraising until later in the year because when people when you get closer to actually going and they know you're going to go, mm -hmm. people will start to donate. So we usually don't even start our fundraising until around the holiday time frame or shortly after, okay. and right before the hike. And the, the donations will really start flowing in during the hike and even shortly after the hike is concluded in, in sometime in you know early probably mid February. But uh, okay. I've just started things early, and so I'm going to be just continuing to, to build upon uh, what I did was a Facebook fundraiser, but we actually have a, um, like a managed missions page that you can, I can get you a link to, and they can go out there and donate, and okay. then I'll go directly to African New Life for their food and care program. Okay. Well, I think we can get you in there probably, uh, you know, fall, um, early, midwinter or something like that, maybe Great. right after Christmas and, and do something Hopefully that will help the endeavors. I think it will for sure. Uh, man, is there anything we didn't ask you? 
I mean, we can talk about gear. I love to talk about gear, but, I mean, <laughs> but if, if, if somebody wants to know how to prepare for a 14er, but yeah. maybe we can say that for another day. Yeah, we can we can certainly do that again. So yeah. appreciate you coming in. I know it was a little bit of a trek for you. I appreciate you kind of getting us set up Not on some all. of our equipment here. And um, I mean, it's what your story is exactly what we're trying to tell everybody. If, if people will take the time to dream a little bit, have a little bit of a vision, and then actually do the action steps to get towards something, it will change their lives. And that's, we're kind of on a two man mission here to tell people that and get them to, to do something positive in the world. So this, it, you know, exemplifies exactly what we're all about right here. You got to have faith in yourself. There you go. There you go. James, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.